Welcome to this Beverage Daily podcast, where we're looking at the growth of smaller pack sizes. Smaller pack sizes are growing in popularity in the soft drinks industry, offering consumers new consumption options and opening up different avenues of innovation for packaging companies. There's a variety of reasons for this shift, which vary from market to market. But these can range from finding a point of differentiation on a crowded beverage shelf, to helping consumers reduce their calorie intake with smaller portion sizes, or offering an option at a different price point. We're at Braubevial in Germany, where both cans and plastic bottles have been seeing an uptake of interest in smaller sizes. First of all, let's look at the can industry, with Matt Twiss, Marketing and Business Development Director, Crown Bev Can Europe and Middle East. So Matt, you've got sizes of cans which range through from 150 mils through to 500 mils. Correct. So what cans are the most popular? What cans are the ones you expect we'll see more of in the future? Well, in general, there's three different diameters that we operate. Um, there's the slim style cans, which are 150 to 250, so the smaller size cans. Then there's the standard cans at the top end of the range, which range from 237ml to 500ml. So 500ml might be a can which is traditionally recognised for the beer market, or indeed the 44cl or 440ml is potentially utilised for beer and ciders. And then there's the sleek range in the middle, which is from 300 to, to 355. What we're seeing is the there's generally a, a shift of, of volume towards the smaller can sizes. So whilst there's growth in the overall market of beverage cans, the, the, there's a much larger growth rate in the small can sizes. And why is that? I think there's, there's a requirement for the brands to differentiate, um, and it's different country by country. That could also be linked in certain countries to the implementation of, of taxes. So if we take the UK as an example, where um, sugar taxes have int- been introduced in the last 12 months, we're definitely seeing a move where maybe zero sugar or zero calorie cans are uh, in the standard 330 cans or 330 sleek whereas the full sugar versions may be transitioning more to the 250 mil and you go right down to 150 mil yep. um, that's actually quite a small serving size at the end of the day so what would the use for that be it is i mean the, the 150 mil can the mini can as it's known was actually uh, developed for the airline industry so when you're uh, sitting there and you get your beverage can served to you uh, in, in the plane as the, the shelf comes out in the trolley, it was designed to fit into that. And in fact, the coloured tab was also developed for that, so you could actually identify the beverage as you look down onto the onto the top of the cans. But 150 is now being utilised in, in multi-packs, and it's particularly strong in France, uh, in the Netherlands, into the UK, and being used as a, a mixer. Um, so that could be a standard cola or a standard lemonade, but particularly the tonic market, where it's used as a mixer for, for, for stronger alcoholic drinks. And you say we're seeing growth in these smaller can sizes. Mm-hmm. What, what sort of growth rates are we talking about? Well, overall, the, the beverage can market in Europe is, is, is growing somewhere between 2 and 5% year on year, depending on the year. But in the smaller can sizes, it's operating off a much lower baseline in terms of absolute volume, but you can easily get double-digit growth in these can sizes. For the PET industry, smaller sizes have traditionally presented a technological challenge for carbonated soft drinks. But KHS has successfully introduced a 250 ml PET bottle which can be used for such beverages. Here's Bjorn van Lenkirk, Head of Product Support GPAM from KHS, 
who can explain how the German filling and packaging company has innovated in this area. We're here, you've got a 250ml PET bottle. Um, just tell me about the challenges and the complications to get to that size of bottle. Yes, uh, the challenges come from uh, uh, the limiting factors surrounding a PET bottle and the packaging of carbonated soft drinks in a small PET bottle. The uh, surface to volume ratio becomes uh, less uh, advantageous the smaller the bottle gets. So the bottle is losing a lot of carbonation and that was the reason why in the past a lot of companies actually stopped at 500 ml or 16 ounce uh, sizes and below that there was not uh, a functioning and uh, efficient cost-effective solution in the market for packaging uh, carbonated soft drinks. Now we came up with a special solution we are using an optimized and lightweighted preform with a small neck. We are blowing this bottle. We are coating it with an internal glass layer in order to add the required barrier to keep the carbonation inside. We are then filling the product, capping it, labeling it and packing it. And how long have you had this in the market for? Um, actually, this system is in the market for quite some time already but it was mainly used for niche markets so we were coating wine bottles we were coating uh, juice bottles where the product needed protection against oxygen coming from the outside and we were trying to protect the product we were trying to uh, protect vitamins for example or the color and now what has changed within the last two to three years, we started to become extremely uh, successful with packaging carbonated soft drinks. And this was a little unexpected. Yeah? We were looking more into sensitive drinks, but the major demand now is on protecting the products and from avoiding CO2 loss. And CO2 loss, carbonated soft drinks, this is the mass market, and this is where the benefits are now multiplied.